This episode of Landmine Radio is sponsored by Guido's Pizza. Located on International Airport Road in Anchorage, Guido's has been serving the best pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more since 1984. Guido's is open daily for dine-in service from 11 a.m. to midnight, and they do takeout and delivery until 2 a.m. Whether I'm dining in a Guido's or ordering for delivery, the hardest part for me is always choosing what to get because they have so many amazing items on their menu. If you're looking for a quick bite or want to order food for a big party, Guido's is the place to go. Tell them Jeff from the Landmine sent you. Okay, back here in studio with uh, Scott Haberstadt from Alaska Airlines. How are you doing, Scott? Jeff, I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm great. I don't know what your job is. I just know you are the face <laughs> of Alaska Airlines for basically anybody who's involved in the resource world or the public world or political world. You're the... When I think about Alaska Airlines, I think of you and then Tim Thompson. Yep, yep. I appreciate that, but um, I have a face for radio. That's why we're doing that's the what, podcast. That's what, that's what I have, too. I've been told that. <laughs> so it works well. No, I love Alaska Airlines. I've been with the company Lifelong Alaskan, grew up down in Southeast Alaska in Ketchikan, and um, been with Alaska Airlines now 23 years. So you're, the, you're the head of Alaska, or what's your... No, kind of- no. I'm the uh, managing director of Alaska Market. So um, uh, I report up to Marilyn Romano, who's our regional VP for Alaska. So here in the state, we think it's uh, pretty important for Alaska Airlines. So we have a VP title, mm-hmm. and Marilyn's our uh, head person here. Right. Maryland's another. You just, as far as a public front facing, it's uh, you and t- you guys are always the ones yeah. out there at the events and at the, the you know, politic political events or the resource event. You guys are very always generous at like RDC or yeah. uh, AO. You guys are always giving miles away and tickets and stuff. Well, you know, it's um, it's what drives Alaska, right? I mean, the resource industry is really the backbone of our economy. And, and so if it's good for the state of Alaska, it's good for Alaska Airlines. And so we're highly involved with both nonprofits and profits across Alaska. And Tim and I like to joke back and forth. I mean, um, my team makes the money and Tim gives it away. He's the public affairs. He's a nice guy. He's the one that uh, invests in things because it's good for the community. And, and we're on the other side. We're working with the oil industry and we're working with the seafood industry to move people to and from. We make the money and Tim gives it away to Alaska. Well, I always have, I've had Bob Griffin on the podcast. He's yeah. a pilot. And yeah. He's Bob's board, of, board of education, but he always he always tells me thanks for helping with the kids because I fly a lot, you yep. know. So he's always like he, he's the one who likes when the folks spend the money. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you grew up in Ketchikan. I did, and you're but you're a, you're not a pilot with Alaska, but you are a pilot, right? You you do fly. You have a multi engine, or yeah, no, I've got a commercial. I flew um, I flew commercially for about a decade. Um, went away to flight school out of high, growing up in Ketchikan. I'm in the eighties. I mean, it was all about the Tongass and Tongass timber, and there were logging camps all over the place, and. Airplanes, float planes were taking off every 30 seconds. And so I grew up a ramp rat. I'd load and fuel airplanes before school and then go to school and come back after school and load and fuel airplanes. And it was just natural for me to go to flight school out of high school and went and got my commercial license and came back to Alaska and started flying and loved it. But I realized really quick there was a difference between flying float planes and um, flying larger airplanes, the, uh, the light twins. And I got a little bored flying light twins. It was fun flying floats because you're going to great places and meeting neat people. And you're mm-hmm. basically an air taxi on the water. And then uh, when you got in the single and you got in the cockpit and you were, uh, it's just you and another person up there. I mean, that's the person you get to talk to all day. And I realized really quick I needed to transition. And that's where I got to where I am right now. Still love the industry. But got on the management side of the house. So. so did you fly for Alaska ever? Never flew for Alaska Airlines, no, sir. So started flying for Tempsco when they had fixed wing and then flew for Taquan and Pacific Airways, but mainly small mid-sized carriers. So you just 
decided you wanted to go into like did you was there a position open because you're because what i've always heard is like yeah. you have like you and tim are like the coveted those are the good uh, positions we're, we're, right we're for, we're for alaska i mean it's most any position at Alaska Airlines is a phenomenal position. I've got a great team that I get to work with. And, again, I've been with the company now 23 years. And I think over the last 20 years, I've only replaced two people. And we just hired a person. It's like a lot of these jobs, like you hear about in the indus- resource industry, maybe, or p- political, mm-hmm. like the external affair. Like, those people are, when those jobs come up, because those people are there for a long time. Absolutely. Put it this way. <clears throat> for the job that I just hired for, um, we had 130 applicants. Um, for the one job, and um, we whittled it down to ten. And if I had had ten jobs, I would have hired all ten people. That's, That's interesting because right now you hear so much about. I've heard the other side of it, where a lot of companies now, when they used to get twenty or twenty-five, now they're getting a couple. A couple, you yep. know. So that's interesting that you know, it's, it's so many applications for for a position. I think it speaks well about the airline. I think it speaks well for the company. I mean, it's a it's a it's a great place to work. I mean, the people that are um, our senior leadership at that or, at our organization are phenomenal. I wake up every morning excited to go to work, excited to do things for Alaskans. Because at the end of the day, I mean, we're we're not a utility, um, but some people look at us as though we are one. I mean, but we do things that make a difference in people's lives on every day. I mean, you think about it. If you live in some of the smaller communities in Alaska, if you're pregnant and you're about to have a baby, you have to come to town 30 days prior just Mm -hmm. in case there's complications or come into Anchorage in case there's complications. So oftentimes we are the first ride home for some Alaskans, which is really fun to think about. I mean, we are the school bus that takes teams to their games. I mean, if you live or on the other end, if, some, if something bad happens to some family, you have to go, you know, yeah, you got to go right now on the plane and go, go. And, uh, and we take that seriously. And that's, you know, not to pat ourselves on the back, but I mean, that's why we did um, the travel now certificates in club 49. If you've got to leave right now, those are some of the most expensive tickets. Oh, those 30% off deals. Yeah. yeah you get, yeah. Those, and I, I use those once in a while when I'm in Juneau if I yeah. want to just go. But you, you got to get out. You have to do the within four days. Or right. I think a lot of folks don't realize you get the, yeah. you have that in your account. If you're, a, is it Club 49 to get yep. that? It's a yep. 30% off one time. I think you have to buy it within four days of travel. Yep. And it's, uh, we renew them every year. So, I mean, if it's a physical emergency, or there's a death in the family or somebody's sick and you got to get out of town, you can use it that way. Or, again, to your point, if you live in Juneau or Ketchikan, it's been raining for the last 96 days straight and you mm-hmm. got to get out of town last minute. It'll work for that. Now, now, have you guys, would you would you say you've recovered from all the COVID, you know, stuff? Mm-hmm. Or is that, you know, the that was a big impact on the airlines, you know, a lot of, like, flights getting canceled and, and you know, then half full for a long, or the middle seats weren't, you know. You know, COVID was tragic on many different levels for everybody. I mean, um, so Especially we, for me, for wearing uh, a mask, because right? I, I hate wearing masks. <laughs> you and me both, baby. Okay? So I was very vocal about <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> You know, it wasn't your fault. It was the government, but it was, I mean, and it's, um, I think we all learned something going through COVID. If I'm going to take my glass half full, I mean, there were, there were pieces that we learned. Um, you asked how we recovered. We're, we're on the, we're on the men's to recovering. I mean, the reality is at the darkest point, we were flying 140,000 people a day. And then it went the next day to 5,000 people. I mean, you think about Damn, that. that's a hundred and forty thousand people. Per, I mean, ninety some percent. Five. Yeah, it was. It was. It was more than that. Yeah, geez. And we had never experienced anything like this. So we, the one thing about the airlines, we model. We model on historical numbers, and so we we have a pretty good predictive model of what's coming down, where demand will be. But there was no modeling for this because it had never happened before, and so it, it was really hard. We were blessed. A lot of those in the state, a lot of those 5,000 people were coming to Alaska 
I mean, the people that are traveling, there are folks going to the slope. There are folks going up to tech for Red Dog. And so a lot of people in the seafood industry were coming to Alaska. And so a lot of the business was to and from in the state of Alaska, which helped us out and it was nice. But, um, yeah, we're on the we're on the men's to recovery, and we've got a really good line of sight moving forward with where we want to go. So I just saw a poster. Are you guys getting rid of the Airbuses? Is that, I saw somebody post something about yeah. farewell, the last A3, whatever, 300 or 320, whatever it was. Yeah, the last 321 Neil went out um, in September. And, yeah, we are an all Boeing fleet. Again. These weren't your planes. They were Virgin planes, right? right? When we purchased Virgin America, we acquired their aircraft. And, and the reality was we were going to see if it made sense for us to have a, a mixed uh, fleet again. I mean, I think as we got into it, we found some synergies. But the reality was when you can train a crew on one type of aircraft, when you can train maintenance on one type of aircraft, when you can carry parts for one type of aircraft, there is so much cost savings uh, in that. I have no idea if this is, I'm just curious. Is, yeah. was, was there any pressure from the Boeing folks? Like, hey, <laughs> hey, guys. Boeing's a great partner of ours. I can, I can imagine that. I can, because <laughs> I mean, Airbus is French, French, yep, and yep. I like Airbus. I've flown, you know, big, big Airbuses internationally, you know, quite a bit. Yep. Um, but my for whatever reason, and maybe because he's like, you know, my dad's eighty-one, almost eighty-one, and Vietnam vet, you know, very. He used yep. to always call Airbus Scarebus. Scare- uh, I don't know. I, don't, I have no problem with the Airbus, yep. but a lot of people do. Like they like the American, you know, the Boeing. Yeah. I mean, Airbus makes a great aircraft. They really do. I mean, the difference in my mind, and um, it's really. Uh, it's petty, but I grow up flying beavers and otters and caravans, and you've got a yoke to fly. You know, the Airbus has that little um, remote, like a that joystick. little uh, joystick on the side. Yeah. It's like a video. I mean, it's a video game. I don't. I fly. I mean, I fly gliders. I'm, I want to get yep. my single engine. I grew up flying gliders, but I could never imagine not having the stick. Stick in your hand. It just. It, it doesn't make. It doesn't compute for me. So, it's like that movie. Um, Sully or whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. They, they were in the air because he was like doing this little thing with his left I, hand. It on like the, a nervous twitch to me. <laughs> Freaking out. So okay, so so yeah. Airbus, that's it. But Airbus all over. And you guys yeah. have a lot of those Mac Max not those Ma- Maxes, right? Maxes, yeah. We got the Max eights and the Max Nines. I mean Have people gotten over I mean there was the move there was a whole yeah. couple of deals and there was the Netflix thing, but I think it feels like most people are over that kind of fear of the You, you know, know, the Max is a fantastic airplane and we train our pilots are the best in the industry in my mind i mean we do a really good job of training our folks and yeah the airbus or the excuse me the max is a great airplane we currently um today we operate about 220 boeing aircraft we've got orders oh you have 220 geez we have orders for another 190 now now i went um last year you guys hooked me up with one of those little christmas sweaters but yes sir i think it was a max you had a brand i mean that 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 sucker was brand new new. and it was in the hangar and and scott uh mcmurrin and i came over I mean, it smelled like a new car, basically. Isn't that pretty it sexy? It had that new car smell. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It was like new, new. Yep. yep. And I think it just flew It just flew up, right, from, from Boeing. And In fact, we were just putting the new decals on it because uh, when they come out of Boeing, we have to put all our decals it kinda, on it. It kind of sucks when you get in, you fly one of those, you get yep. one of those, and then sometimes, like, I just flew back, and you get in, like, you know, obviously one of the much older ones, yep. and it's like... It's fine, but you're like, yeah, I want to... I like the little... What I really get mad about, I'll yeah. be honest. Yeah, please. Those little... Uh, those little... Kind of what do they call the things that folds down? Um, oh, for your uh, for your phone, phone yeah, you know yeah. they have those little flip down things. And then when you don't have one, some don't have those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that yeah. I mean, I, those are really nice to yep. have. Yep. So we're in the process. I mean, all of our interiors are going to be swapped over to that. So eventually we will get there when aircraft are coming in for their maintenance. We're putting the new interiors in them, which will have all of those. Um, what else was I going to? Oh, so during, during after COVID, there was an issue for a while. I think that all got resolved with like the the pilots union. Yeah. Was that was that all? Because for a while it got kind of weird with like. 
the, they were doing videos and it was like kind of oh. Delta was getting, you know, the other side. Yeah. I don't know what that was about, but it was weird. Well, it was contracts. It was, we were in contract negotiation with our pilots. Yes. We've signed a contract with our pilots. They do a great job. They, um, you know, if, if you're young and you want to be a pilot, there's a lot of opportunity out there right now. We're well, short of pilots. There's not enough of them. A lot are retired during COVID and then they're just, they're aging out. So there's, our pilots got a really nice raise. They deserved it. They do a phenomenal job for us. But if, if you want to be a pilot, now's the time. Well, I've, I've re- read a lot about, you know, the forced retirement at 65, and they yeah. want to maybe raise it a couple of years because um, there's just so few. Pilots. I mean, there's a pilot problem. Yeah. And, yep. and I think they're doing some things right now to recruit people and encourage people to go into, go into aviation. But there's so many, you know, whatever it is, number of per day having to retire. And it's like, I don't know, 65. It seems like. 65. It seems like. 68. I mean, I don't know what the big deal is. Yeah. Raise it a couple of years, but there's been some, you know, controversy about that. Yeah. You know, the older I get, 65 doesn't sound very old to me. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what that I means. We have judges that are in their 70s, right. you know, we've, yep. a lot of guys in 80s even are doing things. So, yeah, I think we'd be lucky if we had somebody in Congress that was 65. Oh, man. Jeez. I, that, we could talk about that's yeah. a whole other topic yeah, we could talk not, about right not. now. We got the McCarthy thing yesterday. Right. Um, so the other one is the flight attendants. Is that any issue? I read something about that. Is that going to be well, a thing or is that, you know, it's, um, we're in contracting. Cause that's a different so union than the pilots, yeah, right? Totally different. different union. I mean, um, our flight attendants are going to get a pay raise. They need to get a pay raise. I mean, I, everything you see it, inflation's gone up. And so, um, Oh yeah. I mean, the prices <clears throat> ever, everything are. Absolutely. And so we're in contract negotiations with flight attendants. We uh, we have every intention of getting a deal done, but it's got to be a deal that works for our flight attendants, works for the entire company, and it works for our guests. And we'll get there. I hope it doesn't become that auto thing because, I mean, man, they're asking for a lot. They are asking. I mean, for, it's, the auto industry? Yeah. I think it's 40% and the 32-hour week. And then, but it, what's interesting is I was reading about, like, the average... You say that again, a 32-hour week. Yeah, no. I would love to work 32 a 32-hour week. After that's overtime. But then if you look at, like, the average, um, you know, cost per year loaded with, with benefits yep. and everything, it's, you know, whatever it is for, like, you know, um, Toyota and, 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 and Tesla. <laughs> I mean, the, the U.S. Uh, manufacturers, they're, they're 10, 10 or 15 or 20% above that, oh, and really? they want more. So it's, it's like, you know, like, I want people to make a lot of money, but yeah. at some point... If a car is gonna, if a new car is gonna cost, you know, forty grand compared to eighty grand for right. an, you know, or sixty grand, you're, people are gonna buy the, you know, the less expensive, cheaper one. Yeah, you, you got to. How many union? You guys have pilots union, the flight attendant. There's more other. There's like the mechanics, I, I guess. You know, or we have mechanics. We've got our uh, dispatchers have a union. I mean, um, the ground ops have a union. We we are a heavily unionized organization, and we have great relationships with our union partners. How many we people work say. in Alaska? So here in the state of Alaska, we got right at 2,000. If you look at us um, network-wide, we're at about 20, just I think shy of 25,000. Wow. So we're, we're, I mean, I assume Washington probably has a ton, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah in California and Oregon. and. Okay. Well, the real reason I have you here, yeah. I want to talk about all that stuff, but you guys got this PFD sale going on right now, which I've been getting like excited. I'm, I'm like, what am I going to buy? Because there's so many fucking deals right now. Right? I mean, you can go anywhere on us i mean the deals are fantastic i mean it's like 156 dollars to hawaii and this is just not for next week or the week after this you can travel on these deals all the way through the middle of may so we're recording this on the fifth i'm probably posted tomorrow when does this when does this deal end so the deal ends tuesday and so tuesday is hang on here let me pull up the phone here yeah i get the uh tuesday would be the 10th the 10th Tuesday so, so the 10th. It's, it's by Tuesday night, I guess. Or? Yeah, it's uh, it's you know, it's eleven or ten fifty nine. 
at night. Okay. Ferris be out there. So, so it's, it's, I mean, I, I saw deals to <clears throat> LA, Chicago, East Coast, and pretty much almost, is it every destination or is it most of them? It's every destination, but dead horse. <laughs> you can't get a discount to dead horse. I mean, I, I get that. Okay. <laughs> you you can even sense. get one to ADAC. Well, because the only people going to Dead Horse need to go to, like, you, get you don't get a lot of tourists, I mean, maybe one or two. But You'd be surprised how many we have in the summer going up there taking their bikes and riding their bikes. Down yeah, I've, 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 yeah, I know some people drive up there, too, yeah. you know, that, that's on the Hall Road. Yep. So, so what, what's the best way? I mean, is it just kind of look and yeah. f- look for, I mean, it's basically end of October through May. Is that yeah. kind of right? It's about the 20, uh, 28th of October through, uh, through the, I think it's the 17th of May. But just go out there and look. If you like, what you can do is you can go to the Club 49 Hub. Um, it's www.club49hub, and it'll take you a link right there to our deals page, and that has all the deals located in there. But, I mean, it's literally every community we serve is on sale. So, so what's going on right now with uh, Hawaii? Is that gonna, the nonstop's going to start back up at some point? And yeah. are, are they not doing Maui? I heard, or is one is what? Because I know they do Kona, Oahu, and Maui. Tell, yep. tell me about the Hawaii deal coming so, up. So Hawaii, we're there. We're daily. Um, we were daily all summer with the uh, into Honolulu from Anchorage. Uh, from Anchorage, okay, all summer. Um, in fact, I think that price point's one fifty six during the sale, which is, I mean, <laughs> it's cheap. Um, and you're getting, you know, almost 6,000 qualifying miles, miles. On, on that on that Great miles trip. towards status. Absolutely. We're going to have Maui. We're going to have Kona this year. I mean, everybody knows the tragedy that happened in Maui. But you know what the reality is? I mean, the old part, I mean, was devastated. There's still lots of places Well, and I've Maui seen a lot open. of folks in Maui saying, come, please, please come. come. I mean, like a lot of businesses, a lot of, they're saying, don't not come. We want people to come. They are dependent upon us. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they are a tourism destination. And so, yeah, I mean, there's lots of great places on Maui to go that are open and enjoy yourselves. I mean, especially as you see that snow start to creep down the mountains here. I mean, I was looking today. I was like, shit, we're way beyond termination dust. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's winter. In fact, I just put a new furnace in my house yesterday because the Lord knows. I just turned mine on a couple, like, maybe a week ago, and you have, the, you have that kind of smell, the that smell. new. Yeah. You're like, God damn it, my bill's going to go up now. Right? Pay, my gas right? bill's going to double or triple or whatever it is. Absolutely. So, so there's some other ones. I mean, I think, uh, obviously, Belize was a couple years oh. ago. What's the new one? They, they did, didn't they add a new one? or Yeah, Costa Rica is great. Went to Costa Rica with the family in June. Went to Belize at Thanksgiving last year. It was amazing. Didn't they just add, like, Guatemala or something? We added or? Guatemala, and we're also going to um, – I'm drawing a blank. Why am I drawing a blank? Um, it's in the Caribbean. It's um, oh, Nassau. Um, Nassau, yeah. Nassau. So I saw that be, be, um, because of the um, casino there, the Atlantis, oh, yeah, Atlantis casino. casino. And I was thinking about – yeah, Bahamas, Bahamas, yep. right? Yep, so Bahamas. That, that starts mid, what, mid-December? Uh, it does start mid-December, and it's a nonstop out of Seattle. It's a seven, like right at a seven-hour trip. Will that be the long? Because right now, I think one of the long, longest ones is Anchorage. No, maybe the one of the longest out of Alaska. Or is it is Anchorage, Chicago, one of the longest Alaska flights? Yeah, absolutely. This might beat that. It will beat that. So how does it work when you go, do you guys obviously look at the market and yep. if you can make money, but you also have to like get permission from the airport. There. Yep. How does all this work on new destinations? So what we do is we're always looking at where Alaskans are going or where our guests are going. And we're looking where we don't currently serve or one of our partners doesn't serve or serves it poorly. And so believe it or not, um, there was a lot of demand to Nassau off the West coast. And, um, you know, we traditionally think that, you know, Alaskans and those on the West coast, like Mexico, like the Pacific side, but the reality is there was a lot of demand there. And so we thought we'd give it a shot. How do you guys get this information? Are there people who track this? I mean, how do you know where the demand is? It's all tracked. And so everything we do is reported. 
so everything we fly is reported. And so our competition sees what we do about reported like public people, people, anybody can see or the competitor. Is there like a portal or competitors something? can see it. And so, and we can see our competitors. Is that a law? I don't think it's a law. I think it's um, through the GDS system. So it's, it's about a 90 day, uh, 120 day delay. And Interesting. So, so you yeah. can go and see where Delta or American oh, yeah. or United, yeah, yeah. you can see kind of what they're, yep. what they're up to. Wow. Yep. Yep. So Bahamas will be, so what, so as far as international Bahamas, Costa Rica, Guatemala, yep. Belize, Belize, Mexico. Yep. Yep. Do you think Alaska will ever, ever go to Europe or Asia? Or is it, that requires bigger 737s can't go there, right? No, the Maxis could do it. I mean, um, I, I will tell you, I do not believe we will ever do that. But the reality is you can never say never. Um, well, you guys have such good, with the One World, such good partners. I mean, exactly. the American partnership is really good. The British Airways, yep. and, yep. and I've, I've found, actually last year I feel, feel bad because I should have done this, but I, I think I told you about this. I found, I didn't realize this until I started reading, but yep. like on some of the airlines, like British Airways, for example, if you buy a first class, yeah, oh yeah, yeah like yeah. if you buy it on British Airways, you get uh, 300% miles flowing, yeah. t- you know, basically three yeah. times for status. So yep. if you fly 10,000 miles, yeah, EQMs, you get yeah. 30,000 and, and you get five times 500% for, for earn miles in your account. So 10,000 is 50,000. So I was just like, that seems insane. Why not? Insane. But I, I know the first class, those are very, very, very expensive. But yeah. I was just started kind of messing around yeah. and looking. I found a ticket, Anchorage, Seattle, Heathrow, Cape Town, or Johannesburg round trip. I'm not kidding. I think I told you about this. Five thousand dollars. That's that's silly. So that's I did awesome. the I did the math, and Why I was not? like, wait a minute. This is like this is literally seventy thousand. Quali- you're, you're basically almost at seventy five k, and a hundred thousand in one trip. One trip. So I, I was like, this is crazy. This is forty forty eight hundred dollars. I was like, there's, and you know, I, I I didn't really have the money, and it's kind of expensive. Right. I, I think I even called. Remember, you're, I called yeah, you, and I said, yeah. if you guys pay for half, I'll yeah, document, document yeah. and do a little video. And you were like, right. mm, we're not doing yeah. that. So, anyways, I tell McMurrin about it, yeah, and he was like, "You're you're full of shit." There's no, and then he checked, and it was. So he wrote about it, yeah, and these two people from Cooper Landing did it. Oh, really? Yeah, I these two no people idea. took my idea, <laughs> and they got their set. I mean, it's crazy because because normally that ticket is like twenty grand, twenty grand, yeah, yeah, yeah. And anyways, there's, so there's some, on this one world, there's some deals, and if you look at like each airline has a little breakdown, you can yeah. click on it and see how many percentages. And now, and the other flip side, if you buy like a cheap, cheap ticket on some yeah, of those, you don't get a lot of twenty five percent or fifty yeah. percent. Yep. But um, and with you, if you had seventy five, I think you get like a free one time first class upgrade on American. Yep. Yep. And and there's some really good partners. Yep. You guys with the one world. So the neat thing is, by the end of the year, we should have thirteen of our uh, one world partners that you can actually either. Get mileage tickets like you can today, or actually pay for the ticket online. And you can do it currently with American and some of them, but pretty much all of them towards the end of the year, or at least into Q1, you'll be able to buy a ticket on them. That's I mean, great. And so we're learning about the, uh, you know, we've we've always had code share and we've always had really good partners. Um, One World is a great program. We know our guests want to go places that we don't serve, and so this is a way to get them there and earn their. Or, realize their status and earn their miles. Um, the transition's hard and we're learning about it and we're learning how to be better, but One World is going to be a great program for us and for our guests. Well, and for people like me, I have this, uh, I've developed this addiction of keeping my status. Status. And I've already hit 40 this year. Thank you and I'm sorry. And, and I'm, I'm but, but I got some trips coming up. I'm going to, to Florida for Thanksgiving to see my, which I got a really good deal on that ticket. Um, I'm flying down on Alaska, but okay. back on American. Okay. And, and then I got a few other trips. So I'm like, now I'm, I'm like, Thank God for this PFD deal. Yeah. I, I got to find a few Vegas, you know, Vegas, Vegas, Vegas or baby. East Coast, or yeah. you know, you do those kind of deals and they add up. And because yeah. really at seventy five, you get the uh, fifty thousand bonus, bonus miles. miles. Yep. Plus the few few um, lounge, lounge passes. passes. 
Um, now I want to ask you about during COVID, you yeah. guys did a thing where to kind of keep people going. You could yep. fly extra and then get the stat, you know, you carried the miles over. Yep. And then, and then some people kind of, myself included, were like, wait, man, now there's more people with the stat, yeah. like it yeah. dilutes. So yeah. now there's a hundred thousand too. Yeah. Um, kind of what's into the last year they did the thing where by, by April, if you did a couple extra trips, you could kind of mm-hmm. extend. Has there been any feet like blowback on that from people saying, well, you're, yeah. you're like, if I earn the whole thing, then I'm not going to, not me, but like somebody might say, getting somebody else in my competition realm now for the. Totally get it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the reality is um, we generally always do some sort of catch up for folks because you never know what's in a person's life that happens to them that made them miss their mark. Mm-hmm. And so generally in January, we'll do some sort of status run to help people get there. We don't always do it, but generally speaking, we will because things change in people's lives and we want you to enjoy the experience that we have for you. And um, and so we'll just help people find ways to get there. Now, Delta just did, I don't know what they did, yeah. but a lot of people are pissed. And yeah. you guys just offered a, a status match. equivalent match. Yeah. And I know some other airlines will do that as well. Yep. But I don't know what's going on, but I was reading about it, and apparently some Delta people are very upset. Yeah. What so, did they do? So they made it so um, you had to spend a certain level of money to get the status as opposed to flying the miles. But even before, they would do it where it was miles and money. Yeah. Like, so if you bought a, a cheap ticket, you got a lot of miles, but it only counted, they call it EQDs, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because I fly Delta sometimes yeah. abroad, and I like, oh, yeah, I like KLM or France, yeah. but I'm looking at it like, man, you got you to really spend, I think it's... Even for the silver, yeah, it's a pretty high three or four, th- whatever it, it was, was. A huge threshold. So they've cha- they've done something else ab- above beyond that. that. And it sounds like they're, um, you know, I don't work for Delta, and I don't have the insides on them, but it sounds like they're starting to peel some of that back. They may have, uh, I think their their CEO, and it's, I think it's well documented out there. They went out and they're pulling some of that back. They may have gone just a bit too far. Yeah, people, those mild, those when you get on that, you right. you you feel like, hey, you know, I earned this. I want to, you yep. know. These people now. Now some people go too far. Like yeah. I was on an air. I was on an Air Canada flight recently. I, I took a cruise down to. I got a cheap deal. I flew last year. I went on this cruise to Vancouver for yeah. Alaskan residents. It was cheap on Prince Holland. Yeah. And then I, I gambled a little bit. I got a deal for like a free cruise. So I go down again. Get to the only flight to Phoenix was Air Canada direct. Okay. My buddy's down there, and I get on the plane, and I have nothing on Air. I mean, I've. I'm in like a. Thank God I got a exit row. Right. And this guy next to me. Um, they come by and he wanted some food and I guess whatever they were giving him, he wanted something else. And, and it, he got, he, and, he, and he was like, um, you're looking at somebody who flies 200 flights a year. Do you understand me? And I was like, dang, dude, you don't got to be like that. You know, he was really like nasty. Ouch. Ouch. You know, um, our in-flight teams do an amazing job and, and they, we occasionally encounter an individual like that, but I'll tell you, we don't see a lot of them in the state of Alaska. Alaskans are amazing. And if you don't fly because you want to fly for most parts in Alaska. You fly because you have to. Mm-hmm. If you want to go to Juneau, you're going to have to fly. If you want to go to Bethel, you're going to have to fly. And so our Alaskan guests get it. Weather sometimes is tough. Sometimes. Now, now I have this theory, yeah. and I think you know me very well with yep. my, with my <clears throat> these people who bring on more than two bags or yeah. two big bags. Yeah. And I, I have my little cards I've made. Yeah. I'm, I'm the, by the way, I volunteered to be the enforcer, like official, like give me a badge or something. Right, right. You know? yeah. I'm your guy. Because I have a theory that. I just set of wings. I'll take it. I have a theory that um, flight attendants are are nervous or apprehensive to say anything to anybody unless it's so egregious because the phone comes out, yeah, right, and and then they get and we've seen this. So they they, yep. they mm-hmm. even if they're doing their job, nobody wants to be on viral on Twitter yeah. for, for even doing their job. Yep. 
And I think that's, but then on the flip side, I, like I was flying back uh, from Hawaii recently mm -hmm. and this, this woman is next to me, her boyfriend, her husband, there was a seat open in front. So he yep. moves up. She's wearing, you know, it's Hawaii where everybody's kind of wearing mm -hmm. sandals and she's wearing this little dress. She lays down on this, on this seat on the other guy next to her, maybe her husband, I don't know. And, and she takes her shoes off and she has her little piglets out in the middle of the aisle. Yeah. Like, like I'm look yeah. at these little piglets. They're about two feet yeah. from me, these bare feet. Yeah. I mean, who are these cretins? I mean, yeah. I, the other thing I, that, that I've really been watching lately, this happens a lot more now. People and coach, and I, I don't ever, hardly my first class, I get yeah. upgraded a lot, right? I yeah. fly, but they will get on and they will sneak, sneakily, very quickly, put their bag in the first class bin and then keep walking Scary back. back, yeah. Because everybody, yeah. all these people bring these extra bags and then you get on if it's full, there's no room. Yeah. I think you're seeing what our, uh, we're doing some things to try and address that. So there is room on, um, on the planes. If we're seeing, we're going to be fairly full. We're asking people at the gate to check their bags I've, with us and put it on there to avoid the problem you're having there. But I've seen this and then I've, I see nobody does it. Yeah. I mean, there, I went one time I was, this was in Vegas yeah. and they were doing this and nobody, and this guy and his wife, they each had a big, and I said, Hey, you guys can go, you know, check your bag. Um, mind your business. I said, you know what? We're all flying on this thing. Right? It's free. Yep. I think you guys, some airlines do this. I think you should charge people to carry on. Carry on. So it doesn't like Allegiant or someone, I don't know, maybe Spirit. Someone does that. Yeah, some of the LCCs do that. It, you know, it'd be hard. I mean, we've got a value proposition for our guests, and it includes, you know, the carry on. I, I don't foresee us doing that, but I do see us doing a better job of enforcing to making sure that people only bring one and then a small person. I can't be on every flight. Yeah, you, well, you can be. <laughs> come on now. Come on. Think. Come on. You can make it happen. So, uh, looking for next year, I mean, how's yeah. that? I mean, you guys project a lot of, I know the prices for a while were pretty high. I yeah, mean, for everybody. They so, were. they've started to go down a bit, but Moderate. it seemed like the, the demand has gone, you know, that people are flying a lot. I mean, I think last, was it Christmas, Labor Day, whatever, the, the flights were more than they were in 2019 or? I think, um, you know, I don't have a crystal ball. Um, and my crystal ball that I do have is pretty pretty murky. You know, looking towards, uh, you know, this fall, I mean, we're going to see more uh, more business travel, I think, from uh, to support the oil industry with both Willow and Pika, mm -hmm. ConocoPhillips, and um, Santos's pro uh, programs. I think we're going to see some more workers transiting from the lower 48 up because, I mean, we've got such a tight labor pool. So I think we're going to be good there. As we look into next summer, I um, – I'm a little concerned. We've done really well the last couple of years. Alaska has been a beneficiary of this administration saying, hey, Alaska is open for business. Yeah, the independent, the independent, independent travelers, travelers, yeah. We're starting to see that soften up quite a bit. Really? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, we as, a, uh, we as a community, we as a state, I mean, things kind of got a little expensive. Hotels were more expensive than they've been in a long time, and car rentals there for a while were pretty expensive. And then Europe opened up. And so Europe's a value right now. And we're seeing. Yeah, I just a had a friend go on a cruise, and uh, the, the the Euro dollar exchange, exchange is really good for Americans yep. right now. So it is, and so I think um, we're going to have more pressure from Europe. Um, I think we know the cruise industry is going to do uh, well next year. They got about one point seven million um, people next year for the cruise industry. It'll be interesting to see what happens independent. I believe we'll have a good year. It won't be a stellar year, but. Um, Stay tuned. We've got some, uh, I believe we'll have some new destinations that we'll serve out of Alaska. Oh, you got any, any uh, oh, I'm not, teaser for us? No, or? Nothing's, uh, not, 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 nothing set in stone yet, but I'll tell you what, as soon as it is, I'll give you a holler. I mean, um, we're excited. We're bullish on Alaska. This is our home. Been, we've served Alaskans for over, what is it, 93 years now. 
Um, and we're looking well, forward I know, to I, 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 I didn't, you know, have a ton of, but during COVID, I had, you know, you know, a thousand bucks where I started to buy a little stocks or Exxon. I bought, mm-hmm. I said, I'll buy some Alaska stock. Yeah. Man, if I would, if I would have had more money, yeah. holy shit, that stock yeah. has done well from yeah. 2020. Yeah. I mean, we, really, because it went well. down, everything yeah. went down and it went, it's done. It, that's a good stock, you know? That's yep. a, We've got, uh, again, I, and I talked about this earlier, we've had the right person at the helm at the right time at Alaska Airlines in the 23 years I've been here. And our, our president is an amazing man. Our board is very conservative. I mean, we, um, we put money away to buy new airplanes, to reinvest in the company. And um, we're not leveraged like some of the other, uh, some of our competition. It's just we're in a really good spot to, uh, to meet our guest needs, and we're happy to do it. Well, I love flying Alaska. I, w- I was get excited for these deals that come yep. up and, and for the folks listening if you want to go somewhere you know whether next month or next year there's some there's some great great deals great but deals. I, I just when you start to get to that kind of st- status 40 you know yep. go, 70 you know gold or 75 you start to really like you know you get upgraded i mean sometimes to and from alaska is a little more difficult because you yeah. got like these million mile people or you yep. got the hundred thousand people but when you're flying like lower 48 or other, and you, and you have that say, you're you're in a pretty good spot. You're up to all the time. No, it's great. You know, the other thing, um, Club 49, we talked about it earlier. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just for Alaskans. Any idea how much Alaskans save on that each year? Take a guess. Like at, combined? Combined. Uh, $100,000. I mean, a couple hundred thousand. So Alaskans uh, save on average about $22 million a year. Um, no Club way. 49 benefits with bag fees. $22 million? million a year. Bag fees, travel now certificates, freight for less, and our weekly fare deals on Tuesdays. In excess of $22 million a year. And most of that. Wow, that's, that's way more than I would have thought. I mean, Most geez. of that is bag fees. I guess the bag, yeah, I guess that's 30 bucks, right, yeah, or something? Per bag. That, that, yeah, that actually, that now that makes me think about it, that makes that start to add up. And the reality is, I mean, a lot of that's... You, my wife, when she goes to Lower 48, she takes two bags. One's empty and brings the other one back full. If you live in rural Alaska, you mm-hmm. can't live out of the grocery store in rural Alaska because it's so expensive. I mean, I, start, so I feel like home. I get spoiled because I've had, you know, the 70, 50 or four, you know, gold or 75, and yep. you flip, you get like four bat, three yeah. or four, whatever. So if I go like sometimes in like another airline, I'm like, oh, man, I'm like I'm like the peasant over here. I got right. You got to pay for everything. Yep. And and that's why it's so nice having the um, – the, the one world deal now because yep. that carries over to like American yep. and some of the other you 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 they you're not going to be above their own people their right. own but you're still going to have a pretty you know good good situation they're gonna they're gonna recognize you for your status on Alaska Airlines and that's really important well, I'm a big fan I feel like uh, sure. I, I'm I'm a self titled ambassador Alaska Airlines ambassador I mean this is not an official right right but, but maybe one day you guys I can get, make it a, Jeff get, Landfield is our ambassador I'll get you some wings I'll get you some wings. Doesn't everybody get wings? Like, can't you ask? Well, the little kids do, but not adults. <laughs> I've asked before. No, I've asked. They, they'll give them. Some, some of them are like, they're metal. They're nice ones. I feel yeah. like when I was a kid, you'd get the, the little the plastic, plastic stick-ons, yeah. you know, the Southwest. Or, but you guys are doing the really fancy ones. I, I didn't want to tell you this, but we gave you the, uh, we gave you the stick-on so you wouldn't poke yourself. <laughs> Next time I'm going to ask for the... The real ones? The, 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 the captain's the level, captain's you know, level. and maybe, maybe, maybe a hat. We'll get it figured out. Well, again, Scott Haberstadt, yep. uh, sales, what is it? What's the title? Uh, what am I today? No, I'm Managing Director of Alaska Market. Okay, well, I appreciate having you on, and I always like seeing you at all the events, yep. and you guys are always so generous with uh, giving things away and doing, you know, for especially Alaska Research Education, you guys do a lot, a lot of stuff for them. So That's uh, important. Appreciate that. And, uh, again, folks, listen and get, get that PFD. I mean, that's, a, that's, a, that's been around a long time, and I think that's something Alaskans have really come to kind of, like, look forward to. You know, when that snow creeps down, you want to go to the sun, there's no better way. Yeah, I hear you. Well, again, want to have you on for a long time. Really enjoyed it, Scott. So, and uh, we'll have you on again. And Let's do it. Let's um, do it at the hangar next time.
I love that. Yeah. And maybe we'll get Marilyn and Tim. Yep, I've, I've asked Tim too, but he's, he's not been as agreeable, but maybe, maybe he might, uh, he, he might. will. He'll do he's it. a good man. I like that guy. Okay. Well, thanks again. Okay. Scott Everson from Alaska Airlines. We'll have you on again. And folks, if you have an idea for a podcast or want to do a podcast, get a hold of me and stay tuned for the next one. Landline.